0: hey folks welcome to this week's podcast this is episode 7 of darren matthews and sometimes friends i think i mistakenly called it episode 6 in the introduction when i'm chatting to my guest who this week is adelaide australia based stand-up comic sean quinn as always like subscribe and share around with your friends if you've enjoyed the podcast hope you enjoy the episode And welcome to episode 6 of my podcast, Darren Matthews and Sometimes Friends. I'm joined today by uh, an old friend of mine from uh, back in the old country. Hello. Hello. Everyone say hello to Sean Quinn. Uh, Sean has just returned from his travel. Well, you're actually, you're not returned. You're on your holidays. Just back on holidays. Yeah. Like back, a tourist. Back on his He's been a tourist where he's come from. So mm-hmm. Sean is a stand-up comic based in Adelaide, South Australia. Sean and myself did um, the Perth and Adelaide festivals. Was it last year too? Was,
1: was it? It was last year. Last yeah. year, early
0: last year. Yeah, early last year. Um, so we uh, did two shows over there for the festival called "The Good, The Bad, and the Sunburned," which I think went really well. Did went great. Uh, Sold so that didn't we? Yes. So um, the Adelaide Advertiser not not big fans. Um, <laughs> which was really funny because they actually complained that we. Our show was about exactly what we said it was about, uh, yeah. which I thought was very funny. Um, we got a, We got a two out of five right, in the Adelaide Advertiser okay. because we advertised the show as pretty much two Irish guys and our thoughts about what it was like living in Australia. And the review said, I feel like the two Irish guys just talked a bit too much about what it was like living in Australia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we gave them about one out of five stars for their review, didn't we? Yeah, I I reviewed <laughs> that No, review. Just there now. So straight back at you. Adding an advertiser. Yeah. yeah. And so, we'll be listening.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're we're currently sitting in our very expensive recording studio, better known as My Kitchen in Belfast. And um we're being fairly hipsterish and having a wee craft beer.
1: We're doing we're we're covering up our alcoholism well, aren't we? We're not yeah. saying we're going on the piss, we're we're actually doing some beer t- testing tasting.
0: Yeah, it's um we're we're not we're not hipsters actually, we're just um in our thirties. Yeah. yeah <laughs> just about, yeah. Just about. Quinn's hanging in there. So if you hear anything clinking, it's it's just the tin hitting the table, they'll be panicking. So Sean, how long are you
1: home for? Uh, home for a week. I I came last Thursday and I'm going this Thursday. Halloween. Huh?
0: That is a long way to fly for a week. You would a say. A
1: Well, I'm not going straight back to Australia. I'm, I'm stopping off via Thailand for for two weeks. Yeah. So
0: he is in his late thirties, um, unwed, single. <laughs> 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 no,
1: my girlfriend is meeting me in Bangkok. Okay, dead on. Let's hope um, I'll just give her the correct date to be I there. Was gonna say, I didn't yes. get there two days early by mistake. Oops. <laughs> 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 Back, you're in Beijing? Oh, no, did I say Beijing? I meant Bangkok. Oh, uh, stupid dyslexia. Book <laughs> them flights from. Guess I will just have to paddle my own canoe here for a while in <laughs> Bangkok. No,
0: that's okay. So I yeah. um I was going to say how you find it being home. More importantly, I kind of want to talk to you about how do you find it out there?
1: You're you're gone a long time, now. <laughs> I am. Uh I suppose you could say that. Yeah, gone a long time. Uh, eight years in Australia? In Australia, yeah. Four years in Brisbane four years in Adelaide okay. so I still think that I'm sort of on holiday over there as well a little bit you know what I mean even though you've know, been there for eight years and settled in a lot of ways but uh, you know I come home nearly every I've been home every year for for a holiday I okay think, yeah. twelve every twelve to eighteen months anyway come back and see everybody catch up with everybody so I even though I'm a, on the verge of becoming a citizen Australian citizen um still have links and feel connected to back home you know what I mean I still Mm. call it the fact that I call it back home yeah you know what I mean that's true well
0: so uh, so, um is it like an amount of time you have to be to get your citizenship or you just you have to get better at that action first before though you never truly accept it you have to
1: (laughs) (laughs) increase drop a few IQ points helps as well if if you can do that these craft beers help with that and then uh you Can uh become an Australian, uh, no, that's a bit cruel, isn't it? I don't know.
0: Yeah, uh, I hope hopefully the immigration department to this listening when, they, to
1: when they Google you, make <laughs> me check yeah, the final check. We'll just do one final check here. Everything's he's ticked all the boxes so far. Wait well, yeah, a minute, he's been <laughs> talking shit about us. <laughs> yes. Go on, you can take a joke. Great country, Australia. Love it. Great people. It's soft to the earth, so so uh, soft of yeah, the red dirt, soft of the red dirt. They're uh, yeah, so listen though, it's it's. It, it I think it's it's not specifically a matter of time like but it can be i i as i say after a certain number of years as a permanent resident, you can become a citizen I and mean, then it's a matter of filling in becoming a permanent resident is the is the hard one that's we have to do health checks and blood tests and different criminal checks and stuff and yeah. once you're there for a while you there's sort of to, monitor you and <laughs> test you out and make sure you haven't done anything wrong. Then after that becoming the citizen is actually quite a straightforward procedure. You just fill in a form, give them loads of dollars and then they'll 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 say, yeah, do a ceremony. You have to do the ceremony I am only waiting on the ceremony, some sort of Australian ceremony. Is
0: that did they always do them on Australia Day or does it can it be whenever?
1: No, it can know... be whenever now I think. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Yeah there there are some on Australia Day. Yeah. But uh that's kinda of like what's that that like? that's the equivalent of the twelfth of July over here, isn't it? Australia Day, yeah, yeah. Some people, for some people, it, for some people <laughs> for the, it definitely in the Aboriginal is. people, there uh, Invasion Day as they call it. Yeah, Right.
0: so, it's just like it's the formation of Australia, and you're just like, no, we've been here for sixty thousand it? yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: their national day. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I actually have. Um, oh, I must take it out. I don't have it here with me now, but I remember getting a really cool. Uh, it was the 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 Indigenous flag. Yeah, but but because I'm I'm a punk rocker, it was uh, the band Black Flag. Oh, yeah. But the, it was so the logo was black flag, but then it was the uh, in between the bars of the logo was the Aboriginal flag. Oh, okay. I got it over there. It cost me thirty bucks, and I was like, "This is pretty damn cool." So hmm.
1: okay, you're doing
0: your bit for the struggle then. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a bit for high quality cotton goods. <laughs>
1: yeah, made in Taiwan by eight year old. Pretty much. <laughs> That's the problem, isn't it? I know. You help one good cause out, and then you're doing something for somebody else.
0: Say yeah. what you want. The stitching's fantastic with those tiny wee fingers. <laughs> But um, yeah, so I I did mention at the start that Sean is also a stand-up comic, such as myself, uh, which means that the population of stand-up comics from Bestbrook is now two. Doubled. Doubled. Because you start, how long are you doing stand-up now? Oh,
1: probably six years, something like that. Yeah, because I remember you
0: messaged me when you were going to start. Yeah. Yeah, done a workshop.
1: Yeah, in Brisbane, yeah. Started off there just... Like, as I say, I've done a workshop, done a gig. Didn't do it then for another 12 months. Went back to it, faffing about it in the open mics for a while, building up a bit of material. Then moved to Adelaide and sort of had a few minutes then and sort of became more involved in the Fringe Festival down there. Didn't know anything about Fringe Festivals. So over the past three to four years, I suppose, I've just, you know, been taking it more serious and sort of committing more time to it. And Yeah, that, that gig that we done that year sort of was, was a big step up for me. A good kick of, in the arse? Good kick in the arse, yeah, that's right. It's good, sort we did, or, yeah. Or, Organising it and, you know, getting used to all that and how it works and then just going into, in a pub in Perth to do, didn't know whether it was going to be five minutes or 45 minutes material I had, you know, you know, that sort of way. Yeah, yeah. Well, I
0: think I think we were both striking for, was it 25 to a half? Mm, yeah. And then whatever, we would give each other the leeway that if you were if you were, like really kicking ass that night, just take that extra five. On, Cause yeah. we, we did, did we, I'm trying to remember, did we have a break? We did. We had to get a pint and here's the next guy. Yeah. So what we did was we we worked on the format that Perth was, I suppose we could say that what, my hometown kind of thing Mm. in Australia because I'd live there. So Sean would open and bring me on. And then when we did Adelaide, I would open and then bring you on because that's where you're based. It was a a nice kind of format. I thought it worked really well. Yeah, it did. And then obviously once I was in Adelaide, um, I had nothing to do all day but go to the Edinburgh for for pints. That's right. With your with kind of, my
1: buddy Boley buddy yeah that's right yeah Didn't great it? so uh, i now closed, that pub what for really soon after you've left <laughs> whatever the fuck you were at I was going to say more so probably because I wasn't there <laughs> putting money into it maybe yeah oh that's <laughs> yeah, grim that's, that's such a, a it, nice bar yeah so it's it's still there but it's yeah I think it's it's not functioning it started to only open in certain days and stuff and then it's finally yeah no longer that's an grim. establishment yeah
0: you did, after we did that, you went and did uh, a spot over in Melbourne. I did right. Melbourne this year as well.
1: i done Melbourne this year as well. Yeah, so I took, followed the same format. i done, um, yeah, what did I do? Yes. So I, again, I took that sort of, that half hour that I'd sort of been developing. So I had a half hour then. And in Melbourne, there's an opportunity to do like a half hour show. as part of the comedy festival over there, which I'd done. Which was great. So after that was my third festival. But halfway through the 10 night run in Melbourne, I was going, ah, I know my material now. I can start to fucking relax a little bit and get into mm-hmm. the crowd and sort of you know yep. do that type of thing, which was was great to do. So I felt I really came on doing that, and then this year, busy repeated what I, we, me and you had done with another comic in yeah. in, in Australia, Jay Michael, mm-hmm. done. Uh, except he he was the, that was his first time going over and doing like a you know longer set and 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 whatnot. So I was sort of had the experience of that. Was able to do more, and then done the same in, in Melbourne this year as well with a different different show actually. Show about my work in mental health,
0: which is what I wanted to lead into because mm-hmm. my show this year was mental health themed, also. Oh, okay, because based on the um, the white collar boxing that I did, yes, when I got backed. But let's talk about your one first. So, what's what's your real people job, Sean? We should point this out because you we talked about <laughs> ages of what we talked for a long time about you developing material into it, but then you I think at that time you weren't sure how to do that, yeah, you were that's like, right. Jesus, how do I make because. Yeah. Not a, it's not an easy job, you know what I mean. you're, you're like, how do I deal with this in humour without, without being, you know,
1: being an archer exactly, or something like yeah. a bully kind
0: of thing? You're not laughing at the people.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because that's not, yeah, you're not laughing down. So I work as in mental health, so mainly most of my job is a, as a cognitive behavioural therapist. So you CBT for people with mm. mental health problems, anxiety, depression, problem gambling, uh, and so there's loads of great comics, comedians that do really funny stuff about their struggles with, with mental health themselves, what they've gone through and stuff, which is great. Uh, but I, I, my plan was to come at it from a different angle. Uh, and that being working as a professional with people, you know, as well as talking about my own anxieties and, and mood and, you know, all that type of stuff, of course, which everybody has. Um, so I wasn't sure, you know, do I, Yeah, what angle to come at it. So it's sort of developed into this because I went to Brisbane done a few nights in Brisbane this year and then Sydney Fringe Festival last month and it's sort of developing into uh, certainly there's in, a lot of interest in it when I call the show cognitive behavioral terrorist which people that always gets a laugh mm-hmm. after that <laughs> it's the challenge then getting the rest of it so yeah so is there is there a plan words about Terrorism and coming from the part of the world that we come from is there something there to start off with mixing those two together and then certainly as I say lots of interest from people working in mental health you know doctors nurses social workers all those types of things really there's definitely market for that but then it sort of becomes sort of semi educational as well like you know the basics of CBT and how that can be helpful for for all of us anybody to understand that and just yeah sort of I'm sort of yeah at a crossroads whether to go just for the mental health professionals or it an educational thing for, for people as well you know did I see you do did you do a set at like a conference yeah that's I, saw, right. I saw
0: that on, on your online stuff did you, did you actually perform to people who share your profession
1: yeah well it was actually a psychiatrists South Australian psychiatrists oh, weekend that was happening <laughs> in the Barossa Valley which is a wine region about an hour north of Adelaide yeah, yeah. I knew some of the, the psychiatry registrars, trainee doctors that work with me and they knew the I'd done comedy and some of them would me doing the normal stuff, you know. I said, how oh, do you want to, we've got like a, a thing at 3pm, a slot we need to fill up, you know, during the day there'd be all consultants talking about different sort of left field sort of issues in, in the world of psychiatry and then we're looking Would you want to do some comedy and there's part of me going fuck off no way I'm not going to do a three o'clock afternoon gig at some fucking conference yeah. in full room full of psychiatrists and then there's another part of me going no oh, fuck actually what a great way to test the stuff and just have a go at it you know so yeah so it worked out really well actually yeah I changed the room around a bit when I came on just a room full of Doctors, I'm, I'm used to working with psychiatrists, like one or two, but never in a fucking full room. Of, of I, I, I would be, there. I would be
0: worried about people like fact checking my
1: material. <laughs> well, that's not, a, necessarily not necessarily true, Sean. <laughs> yeah, that's actually. Or really, just this is this is all being a big fucking facade. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I've I've just been thinking that I'm a stand-up comedian for right a few <laughs> years, but really, the medication will just kick in, and I'll go, <laughs> "Fuck, this is." <laughs> <laughs> nurse nurse he's out of bed again you know take him back he's not ready to leave you know yeah <laughs> really really great really way to find out it's like some sort of shutter island
0: situation where That's like it. oh i'm a patient but um, i thought i worked here
1: thought i worked here yeah <laughs> jesus so thankfully that didn't happen i was allowed to leave um yeah so that was good it actually went quite well just you know, a bit of sort of crowd interaction brought in some of the normal sort of club stuff you would do with a bit of the C B T stuff that I've been doing as well. So yeah, they were they were up for it. are a great crowd, up for a bit of a laugh and quite able to laugh at themselves as well, you know.
0: Yeah, I see one of the things because you do <clears throat> CBT, I was always really worried about like if I were to ever go down the route of like partaking in therapy myself, mm. would that then give me nothing to talk about because I'm am I uh, is my stand up me drawing stuff? You know what I mean? Am yeah. I am I I always said stand up, I find that your job is to make people, make people make their lives feel a bit less crap by telling them how much you know, like you're mm. way of worse off than they are, yeah, sure, and sure. that comforts them. Like people have been working all week, they've had a hard week. Let's go here with this. Let's go here where this guy's life is worse, yeah, and that yeah. cheers me up,
1: or at least relatable, isn't or it? At, at least relatable. relatable. Yeah. Fuck so yeah, that happens to me too, though. Yeah,
0: I also that kind of weird thing where I was just like, I wonder if I ever like went and had therapy. Would I, would I then be not as funny because I'm like. No, I don't need to write a joke about that. I can deal with this.
1: Oh really? Yeah, you feel you might be cured uh, from whatever. Yeah, that would be horrible. No, that's It'll take a while. That's, okay. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay. No,
0: it. I remember watching a great, a great bit about. I think it was Kevin Bridges, and they had a, mm. you know, they had him sit down with a the therapist, and then. And then I realised that every time they asked him a question, he deflected with humour. Mm. And I was like, "Oh shit, that's me."
1: Or really, it's a clip of him going like to, to a therapist?
0: Yeah, I think I think when they just they were asking him basic stuff and yeah. he was deflecting everything with humour. Sure. And I was like, "Shit, I do that." Mm. So I was like, "Fuck yeah." Hmm, yeah would I? Yeah, yeah. Can't give a straight answer. Would Would this be something that would affect my work mm. if I were to sit down and go, "Oh yeah, this this that did happen to me," <laughs> you know, that kind and of thing? And then
1: you'd stop being funny; you just start. Being honest about things
0: instead, yeah, <laughs> <tell>. <laughs> not, not using humour. I don't like Matthews anymore. He's far too honest. He's far too
1: honest with himself and open. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Um,
0: no, I think it's good to have that perspective as well. So I think, I think it's very clever how you juggle the two. And then I had you down. You came down to and you did the the biggest week comedy club in the north. Yes. The other night,
1: um, did, did you enjoy the gig? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Actually, yeah, first time, uh, hometown, first hometown gig. I've done a gig in Warner Point few years ago it was a small spot but yeah this is the first time doing it in Newry yeah and um, really impressed with the setup that's uh, good uh, it was, yeah with the crowd like what is it 50 50 people sitting maybe up to 65 there in total <laughs> with yeah. everybody um, so that great crowd great number um, and all attentive crowds sitting there on time tuned in getting ready to laugh
0: yeah one of the things I noticed about it and it was pointed out to me by one of the other comics and I never realised but you'll understand doesn't it feel like a fringe venue yes because fringe venues when you do festivals are never a purpose built comedy club it's always a back room in a pub or
1: an attic that they don't use for the rest of the year well, that's what I'm saying. I was gonna say it felt like a club, like some a thing I'm used to performing in back in yeah. Australia, in you know, that type of venue, you know what I mean? It's yep. not necessarily the, the comics lounge or something, it's like yeah, a room like that. And yeah, great things can happen in those little rooms. That's you know all I,
0: I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I um I'm usually the MC or the host, but uh, I've had a bit of time off. I'm off next month and Leanne, who's very, very funny, she will yeah. be MC in the next one, which is she and Todd. So oh, yeah. it's good because the main, one of the main points of why I enjoy that gig is I want it to be a comedy club that comedians want to perform in. Mm. And I want it to be the kind of club that I want to perform in. So yeah. everyone gets a few pounds, you get good set times, you get an attentive audience, mm. it's well run, we got good PA gear, there's a spotlight, yeah. all, all ingredients that I think really help comedy sure because how sure. many gigs do you do where they just shove you in the corner with a microphone and like yeah, be funny yeah, I'm like yeah, yeah. there is I feel with comedy there's so much psychology mm-hmm. like when we did the fringes and we we're like we need a spotlight we need PA gear we need focal yep. we need to rearrange this room yeah. so many ways that help I think
1: oh for sure yeah yeah. make that's a focus
0: it. point and how the shape of the room and it's, it's so cr- I think the problem is you don't realise that until you've gigged a couple of really crappy rooms and then you're like oh that's why this doesn't
1: work that's right, yeah. So
0: the gig in McCouies is straight down the middle. So everyone's in
1: front of you. So they can't get away from you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. uh, it's, it's dark and people are looking Yeah, people are looking at you. That's right. Yeah, there's nowhere else to, to look. Yeah, the they're, they're, they're there
0: to be entertained as well. The brilliant thing about it as well is it's so nuts because we were always saying it's very funny because
1: Newry has 40,000 people, I think. Has it, yeah. Some, something like 30 that. 30, 40, yeah. yeah 30, I 40 out, out the, the greater. South Down, South Armagh region. Yeah, the North greater Northern Northern area.
0: North. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, we realised that. And I was just thinking, if we can just give 50 people life, who are... It as
1: well, that's probably, yeah,
0: that's true. <laughs> if we can just give 50 people who are a good crack every month, that's, that's it. fine. And, it, and it, it's, been, it's been selling out a week or two before, which is great. Perfect. So yeah. we're doing good lineups. And also people are now trusting that no matter who's on, it's a good night.
1: Yes, yes. And
0: we have that added thing of... If you're, if you can only get a couple hours away from the kids of the evening and leave the babysitter, you're home for 11 o'clock. Yeah. Or if you're kicking on to go and drinking some overpriced gin bar, <laughs> what you can then do is a have a couple of beers here first, yeah. have your entertainment provided for you. Yeah. And then you're you're free to go off into the night. So we find a real nice mix. Yeah. Some people come to the show and go home and, you know, it might be they're only a couple hours out for, or they go for dinner first and come to the gig. Yeah. And then other people do it, have their few beers and kick on for the rest of the evening as you did yourself. The good people
1: of Newry love a opportunity to bring a fucking their own cans with them.
0: Exactly I'm I'm thinking we're gonna be getting busier during the winter because you know it's cold. Yeah. <laughs> you can if you can't drink in Heather Park, we'll be quieter in the summer, I'm fairly sure.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it was good. It was good good crowds.
0: Yeah, you did um you did a bit of local humour stuff as well, which obviously you, like, you don't get the chance to do that. No. So I, no. I can pull all the well, stuff i am seeing.
1: Stuff about Barcroft in Adelaide. You
0: yeah. <laughs> As you said, they never get that in Melbourne.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that was, see, it was good fun trying to do that and uh, the crowd, uh, cr- crowd I could tell sort of appreciate that when everybody anybody done real local stuff and, you know, reacting with the crowd and sort of bouncing off them is sort of what they enjoyed. Yeah, which,
0: which is something that's nice to see you actually develop into doing because, mm. I've always done a lot of emceeing work, so I can always go to the crowd. Mm. But it's really nice to see you where you're not you're not on script. Mm. It's not you're like here's the material, and if I get the bounce back, I can add. Mm. So do you, yeah. do you think that's something you're developing more? Yeah, definitely.
1: Over the past, like since that t- since last year, yeah, it's definitely been that. Uh, I've definitely done a lot more of that. In fact, that's where I sort of go to automatically, almost interacting, bouncing off the crowd. The problem is, I suppose, is relying on that too much do you know what I mean like it's sort of like not to forget to de- continue to develop your material and have that there as well I think you know what I mean
0: yeah definitely you'd be worried that you maybe start a bit react to something and then go oh I forgot where I was going that's right yeah which <laughs> which, which I do which I I, I here, throw my yeah. hands up same here you know and then I have to find my way back and your way back yeah it's funny because I remember thinking years ago but long before I did stand-up comedy about how amazing Billy Connolly was where he would start a story drift away off and even come back to the original story yeah. maybe like an hour later and I remember mm. thinking that is absolutely that genius the reason, yeah. a... and then
1: when I do it myself I'm like you forgot to finish that <laughs> <laughs> finish <laughs> you that idiot yeah well that's that, you know, that happened the other night as well like I'd, I'd gone on to, to, to finish finishing something and I hadn't set it up probably I forgot the bit you know but you know, managed to bring it around but uh, yeah, but that's I suppose that's the issue with with crowd work, isn't it? Which I'm trying to figure out. Certainly, as a comic, I I, I love that It's up there having a the crack. That's where I get the most enjoyment. where the the brain pad waves are fucking firing, and you're in that flow state or whatever it is, and certainly feels good. But then it's sort of you know you can is some of the responses you give are, are they hacky? You know, outside of a sort of a crowd work. Yeah. You know what I mean, and and that can be that's okay because you're thinking on the spot. But then if that's all you're doing. You know, it's not going to be to everybody's tastes either. You know, I think it's a balance, isn't it?
0: And I think it's a real balance because there are times where I am I am more than happy to be a hacky bastard because my number one job is to make people laugh, mm. and if they're laughing and enjoying themselves, so. And I don't. I think the main thing or mistakes people make sometimes when they're doing comedy is that never assume you're smarter than your audience. Because mm. I always find that even if I'm if I'm gigging in rural Toronto or somewhere if if you dumb down too much then they're yeah they'll be like t- cl- t- yeah. yeah 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 you dumb down for a bit though a wee bit um <laughs> yeah i mean obviously you don't want to name out specific places like cookstown or yeah. Island, but uh it happens. <laughs> yeah no it's it's so weird as well to do I and mean, then to do gigs elsewhere so i mean you obviously have the taste for doing shows at home but you're australian based Mm, is perfect. there anywhere else you're looking to or anything else you're
1: looking into oh listen uh, listen because yeah, I, I can get you a gig in Bangkok in Bangkok oh I am go where I'm going to exactly. on, on a Friday yeah, yeah. Uh, well I mean potentially yeah that's on a fr- Friday or Saturday I Probably that would be the only nights possible to see how my fl- flight uh-huh. is <laughs> you might <need> to sleep <laughs> yeah you know what I mean with all the time zone that's why I didn't really want to commit to, to too much in Bangkok on this occasion you know um, but however you know it's always like, oh, then you don't do it. You go, oh, I wish I hadn't done something. Do you find that with comedy? You know, when you don't look for a gig or don't get a gig, then, then the opportunity, then it comes and then you go, fuck, I wish I had it.
0: I I would, but I, like everywhere I go, I look for gigs. Mm. I, like I ended up this year performing in Cambodia because I got chatting to a guy in Siem Reap who owned a bar. I and mean, We were in his bar, a lovely bar called Republic yeah. in Siem Reap. And the dude was from uh, the Caribbean and he was like, I own this bar. And he says, we've got like an artist space upstairs. We let dancers use it. And and I said, well, look, I'm here for three or four days. And then he said, why don't we organize a gig? He said, we'll organize a gig. I'll get you a PA system. We'll just advertise it on our local uh, Facebook and stuff. And then whoever comes, we'll let them in for free. And I'll just give you like 20% of the bar sales. And I was like, cool. 30 people came in. I got a couple of dollars. I performed for about 40 minutes to a completely international crowd, people from all over the world. Oh, really? And it was really fun.
1: Oh, yeah, that's good. Like a pop-up gig after I was just
0: on my holidays. And I was like, let's do this. And I I would have done it for free, but he offered. (laughs) I was like, I will take that free. Big expat community,
1: obviously. We're in CM Reap. Is that what you mean?
0: Yeah. I mean, there was... was Not even. It was a mix of people from all over. people on their holidays who just saw it on their their Facebook. uh, People who lived there. Teachers. A popular bar popular bar it's, right. it's good and it's a, it's a really nice bar as well lovely
1: food but few beers so
0: it's a good draw yep. you're not you're not gigging in the yeah, well, yeah. that's what
1: be found in, in Perth wasn't it yes. that Irish pub right in the middle of the fringe stretch On Anshibin yeah or Anshibin as the Australian Ansebin? would call it <laughs> yeah. uh, Anshibin Anshibin yeah. yes they, uh, their Facebook followers just they just put, posted it a couple of times on the Facebook page, and then the tickets, tickets started going. Yeah, yeah, that's all we had to do. It's great. It's a good tip, marketing tip. That isn't it? If you're looking to sell a show somewhere, go somewhere. It doesn't necessarily have to be known for its comedy, but if they're known on a popular venue, even on Facebook, and they advertise it, you know.
0: I thought it was great because when we were in there, the guys were really helpful. Number one, we were right in the fringe hub right in the middle. Yeah. And I think a lot of the other comics maybe would have thought to themselves, "We're not going to lower ourselves to like an Irish pub," mm. but we were like let's do that that's exactly our market yeah (laughs) this is fully our market but Mm. it meant that we ended up I was I was worried when we did that we were it was just going to be us kicking to Irish people but then we had a lot of people who were like oh my dad's Irish my mum's Irish my granny's Irish they were coming in to be like what do you guys think of the place what did they think of the place maybe I thought we met some I I met some really interesting people and the great thing was once the show was done we could chill out and have a few parts that's right yeah for sure so show's done break down the PS system have a couple of beers and chat to the audience and i think that it really helped me with the material because people would say oh you're talking about this and that and i would go oh yeah and we'd have a chat yeah and i could tweak a wee bit
1: yeah so that's yeah keep that bit in
0: yeah keep that bit in that's that's a, a talking point that's getting people interested mm-hmm. but um are you i'm a very lazy writer what do you like for writing new year
1: yeah, listen, I... Because I know you're flattered as well. you've...
0: Like, real life is busy for you.
1: Yeah, well, I suppose with work and stuff, yeah. and it's sort of prioritising what you know, trying to fucking, yes, yeah, fucking stay healthy, go through fitness phases where you want to go to the fucking gym every day and stuff, and then, you know, where's the time for writing and then work and different bits of stuff to do with work and reading and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, listen, I am... I need to commit to it more, but I've signed up again for Perth, for oh, February sweet. for for the sh- for the show for for, for the Cognitive Behavioural Terrorist and Adelaide. So now I've got to the other Perth and uh, Brisbane and the Sydney was a bit more experimental. It was just trying it out a little bit, but now it's going to be like you know charging more for the tickets and all that sort of thing. So I want to have something more polished and, and 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 ready. So I've got a good few ideas, and I th- over now between now and, and January, like I'll, I'll I'll sit down and focus and commit to at least uh, like you know. Some people say Look, just an hour every day, just sit down and do something for an hour every day. I need to get into that habit of doing that. Right?
0: I I I'm telling you now I couldn't write for an hour a day. I mm. it, when I purposely sit myself down with pen and a bit of paper, it's just me staring at the blank page. Right. I I get a lot of stuff from MC work. Or mm. I find obviously I have to take holidays quite a bit to and go, Jesus, I was here and this happened. And then I can tweak and turn and um Yeah, take and, holidays. What do you mean take well I mean I do so much travelling yeah. so like when I got back from Southeast Asia I had loads of stuff with that and sure. then when yeah. I did the fitness training for the box and they had a, like that whole that whole new show came out of basically depression mm. of finishing travel and I'm home yeah. I'm home I'm not working and you know all this stuff that was suddenly piled atop of me because yeah. obviously holiday or travelling is escapism as well Yeah. so to land home and be like oh it's kind of cold I've got no money <laughs> So it's and a weird one. You... But then then it was kind of a kick in the arse and I I booked it for a way ahead of myself and then that gave me a bit of time to do the event, get a bit fitter, get my you know, get the mind going again yeah. as well. So that's
1: it's you essentially, yeah, booked ahead, not a fit like a guaranteed Fitness program for yourself. We you signed up for this. Yeah, boxing.
0: Eight, eight weeks of boxing training, and then I booked it. I booked the show, show for. I think it was ten weeks away.
1: Yeah, see, well, that's 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 what I kind of do as well. As I say, you know, sign up for something, then you're committed, and then you really have to do it, don't you? Know what I mean? And it may not be the, you know, it may not be the most polished thing ever, but eventually it'll become better and better. That's how I view it. You know what I mean? So hopefully by the end of after at Perth and Adelaide, I'll go. Yeah, maybe I've I've got something here, like fifty minutes to an hour of of a show here. Because I've basically just had to, you know. Will, <laughs> you, you, know. will no, you? I'm not going to wait to write the show and then book it in for something. You know what I mean? Because that? I'll never bloody do it. You know. Yeah. Will you? Do you think will you go back to Melbourne as well? Not not next next will year be next March. Ne, year. Yeah, not not next March. I'll probably go back. To, I'll go to Melbourne for a week and do some spots and different shows around the, around the place because it's great fun to do that. And especially, you know, you can't. It's a great opportunity just to develop as a comedian, you know what I mean, in those festivals, you know what I mean, like, and, and especially when gigs aren't coming every week, you know what I mean, in, in Adelaide, that time of year they do, you know, yeah. so I may as well capitalise on it and use it then, you know. Do you, do you have a favourite gig in Australia? Um, do I have a, a favourite gig in Australia? Listen, I, I have to say that, that those, some of those festivals, I do I do enjoy, enjoy the festival shows, when I'm over there, um, the, the audiences are good, you know. Even some of those, you know, best of UK or best of Irish shows that I've been a part of as well last year were, were, were great, you know. Even shows three o'clock in the afternoon, people are up for it, you know. People are really up for it. Well, and I think with, with comedy movies.
0: festivals, people are specifically paying to see comedy, mm. whereas you can do a comedy club sometimes and it's maybe it's a staff night out. Yeah, I've never been to a comedy club before. Yeah, so festivals are nice because people are taking that chance and paying those few dollars to yeah. come see you come see a show and if you, you happen to be a part of so I think it works well
1: definitely Um so uh you know in Adelaide you know, there's a few good but uh, you've know, done the Tuesday night room as well and it's going strong we've we out with Ross at Crankler Comedy
0: it was great I had so much fun at that show
1: great little venue I've done room. that
0: I think I've done that twice I, was, I did it once passing through Adelaide Yeah. and then I did it when I was over mm. with you as well and I really enjoyed it just so the audience are so tuned in yeah. and
1: they're so clever Tuesday night, yeah, and it's, yeah just, just a great, just consistently good. You know it was I mean?
0: good because it trained me a lot to, because obviously I do a lot of 20s and 25s mm-hmm. and half hours, So it trained me, they're like, can you do like five to seven? And I'm like, yeah. yeah, and it was just greatest hits. So yeah. that I do feel bad because maybe it gives them the impression you're a better comic than you are. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bang, 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 bang. All right, thanks, good night. Because I'm just trying to do all the punchy bits. Yeah. So, But no, it was really, really nice. I liked it. Um, I did the old writer Room and the new one, which yeah. was nice. No, wait, okay. oh, I did, yeah, sorry, I did the new one, I was like, maybe I haven't, I have.
1: You have, did yeah. yeah. Trying to
0: remember. Yeah. No, I, I really, really loved, I feel I developed a lot as a comic while in Australia, because I was only a year in, and then I emigrated. Yeah, okay. So I did a year in Perth, and that taught me
1: to, oh, I can't just keep doing the local, okay, humor, yeah. Humor, local reference stuff. Yeah, and you'd done, you'd done loads of gigs out there, you had quite a bit of. Success in one sense, didn't you? I mean, you were yeah. Getting, you were I really loved it. And
0: I did uh, like I did a mining tour up in northwestern Australia. Yeah, we were just it
1: was like paid like proper paid gigs. Yeah, comedy
0: and... lounge in uh, Perth. I did uh the we to be a brilliant gig in Rosie O'Grady's. That was great. Yeah. Uh I did it. Um Lazy Susan's when it was going. It's not going as often now. Lazy no. Susan's was a great place to do like five and just the, keep developing. The, yeah, the bits, Brisbane bits and hotel
1: bits. that was wasn't it? Yeah.
0: Yeah, the Brisbane. That's a great room. Yeah, Isn't really, really purpose built comedy. Yeah, they they it's good. They had a lot of cool stuff. Uh, I did the Melbourne Festival in twenty thirteen, but I did it as like a part of a. Th- it was called Tri Nations Comedy. Oh yeah, with Brett Blake and Ben Sutton. Oh yeah, so like Nick English Irish, well, yeah. English Irish and Australian. Oh, so, yeah. Brett's doing really well. He's Melbourne based now, so yeah. he moved over a few years ago, and he's right, doing right. really good. Yeah, so I think he 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 had the format, and he still it still goes every year. But yeah, there's there's loads of. Australia has really, really, really good comics. Mm, definitely, yeah. But it, it's it's so weird because it's such a, sm- a massive country with a small population, but they're quite close to Asia as well, and yeah. it translates a lot. They're a lot because they're such a Anglophile
1: country, isn't it? Yeah, it's all So such it. a
0: nation of Europeans,
1: and it's a real mix of everybody. Mm, mm. The English scene. Have you got like getting talking to like Irish and English comics, like? To doing the festivals, not actually from doing comedy here so much, but from coming over, like, and talking to a couple of guys, like who say who enjoy coming to Australia, but they say when they're in the club circuit in England, they're used to being around a very high standard of of comic. Yeah. You know, when you're touring, like you know you will be d- doing shows with people off the TV. You will be doing shows with these sort of high grade stuff, and he said that's a great way to develop. You're You need to be you know with people who are better than you. Of course, same Do you with know what
0: if you're playing sports or playing music or doing comedy, you need to gig with people who are better than you. Mm. And I think it's good to have that that comparison where you're like, "This is a level I can get to." Mm. Instead of saying, "Oh, that guy's better than me. Fuck that guy." Oh we yeah. Should go oh, for sure. Yeah. Should go. Jesus, that's good. I shouldn't. <laughs> I need to what is this. he
1: doing yeah how does he yeah do I'm that and how does he set his jokes up I,
0: rem- I remember a brilliant thing uh, one of the best pieces of advice was given to me by uh, an Australian comic called Chris Franklin Chris oh yeah for years and years and years Chris the Blue Franklin. Franklin yeah Yeah, and he um, he said to me one time he said if you see a comic and you don't like it and someone says oh what do you think of that guy don't say it's shit he's like be professional just say it. oh it's not really my thing mm. and I was like that's, that's brilliant because there's I've I've never really had any dealings where I've had problems with any other comedians or mm. professionalism. Everyone's just like, you show up, you do your job, you don't cause hassles, mm. Be nice to everybody, be courteous and go home. Yeah, yeah. So to be told that was like, because there's, there's plenty of comedians where I see them just like, oh, I don't think that's funny. But the key to that is, that's just not my thing.
1: For sure, yeah. Which I thought was great. It's great advice. Yeah. No, that's right. But it it's often... Yeah, because you end up with so case. many
0: different. Of I mean, you're if you're over in Adelaide, there's mm. how many comedians over there, and people visiting every week, and there's that's right, traveling yeah. through
1: comedians. Yeah, definitely. So that's that's often good. You're doing a, a opening spot like at the Rhine or whatever. You know, you get to, you get to meet quite a few, which is good. Who you? But you I say, you'll
0: we, see on the TV and doing the show. Yeah,
1: well, I, but I, I suppose it, it that, and that does happen, which is great. But I think this guy, this English comedian that I was talking to, who was over in Melbourne at the time, had moved to Melbourne actually, and he was saying that that was this year. He's saying that, yeah, this is good, good comics, but compared to the English circuit, which is a lot bigger than the Australian circuit, he says he finds that he hasn't been seeing the quality gigs as much in in Melbourne as as he as he would do around the circuit in England, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get you. You know, so. I'd love, to, I'd love to spend some time in England, you know, Yeah, well, in, I think, in that scene. You I know, think at scene. that point
0: you have, maybe in Australia with the smaller population, you have the bigger fish in the smaller pond. Yeah. Even though it's a massive pond because of That's the size right. of Australia. Yeah. But we're, yeah, I'd say, I was chatting to, uh, this year I did the um, Southport Comedy Festival. Oh yeah. As part of that Farmer Michael show. We yeah. were over there last month. I was chatting to a brilliant comic called uh, Bren O'Reilly or Brendan O'Reilly and he was he's been a club comic for like 20 years mm-hmm. and I knew just from chatting to him I was like I bet you like, I never saw him do a set yeah. but just from talking to him I was like I bet you are cracking
1: you reckon yeah yeah
0: and people were saying like he hosts uh, he hosts a lot of the nights on the festival and he's well known around the area yeah. and he's. <clears throat> but he was the problem he was saying was a lot of people struggle to do the comedy circuit now because the wages kind of haven't gone up in like 20 years Right. 20 years ago I heard, so yeah, I heard ago, saying this like yeah with stuff like Junglers and you know, the comedy store, all those kind of chain places, yeah, would have been good wages. The wages haven't gone up, yeah, but they're still charging 15 quid in, and And but the
1: money's not there for them. Yeah, I think is there a case of more people doing comedy now, more people willing to do it for free, more people probably, you know, all that type of thing? That's which is a factor in it, I think,
0: yeah, but it's so weird because it's not, it's really nice to get paid to do comedy, but. The the main thing is I really I really like when people laugh at what I have to say so mm. it's that dilemma of, like I'll do bits and pieces for free but other mm. times I'm certainly not going to drive to Dublin and do the open mic circuit yeah okay so it's it's hopefully I'm at some sort of level where
1: my <clears throat> material is worth or has worth yeah your your ability yeah it's a bit of protecting your brand almost at that stage isn't it like you yeah don't, you, probably you, you have to sort of almost like market yourself in a certain way and pitch yourself in a certain way yeah tell them what it is you are and then <laughs> all of a sudden you are that <laughs> yeah
0: and then hopefully back it up with a few, few giggles with, with a few laughs yeah but what and be of, funny
1: you know what I mean that's the fucking thing isn't it get them laughing as you said get, pretty get the audience laughing yeah you know? so that's
0: pretty exciting so obviously you're going to leave here in autumn go back into lovely Adelaide spring mm through summer and then you're straight into the festival season so that's pretty cool or like, you'll get Christmas over and then it's get Christmas, yeah, all systems
1: then, go then end of January go over to Perth for a week nine do, days maybe I'll be in Perth
0: do you have posters and flyers and is that
1: in the works I've got no I've because I had the already designed for, for Brisbane and Sydney so I just need to make some, some twerks Twix, yeah. No some twerking's changing. that dancing thing. I, some, I like to do twerks when I'm yeah. working on my. That's that's his, that's his, that's <laughs> his new show. Oh god. Uh, yeah, so that's pretty good. So it'll just be like updating the dates and stuff, you know, and and the and the city. So me, yeah. if
0: I had enough money, I'd be out there with you. I just I'm gonna be doing winter here. Which oh is yeah, always just, hard.
1: So what do you do? You just work
0: and gig. You keep developing. Something than Yuri, I think, is yeah. it's kind of weird because um you know from coming from there as I as I said to an audience before I said you're not allowed to say that Yuri shit until you've done something to try and make it a wee bit better.
1: Yeah, there's an element of that, isn't it? You yeah. You need to sort of what have you done to sort of contribute? Yeah. And so of? so
0: for somebody to say, I think a lot of times when people say, "Well, what are you doing that for?" I'm like, "Well, because it's easier to sit there and and call shit on something that someone else is doing," hmm. whereas I'm saying, "Look, we're we're developing something and hopefully." I mean, look into the future. If we can make this work, we can bring bigger comedians. We can uh, draw an audience in. I want more local people to start doing it. I mean, if yeah. me and you are the only people from Bloody Bestbrook, yeah, and I can count the comedians from Yuri on one hand, out of that population, that's crazy. You reckon, yeah? Yeah, so why not? Um, I, I was talking to Leanne McCooey about this. I said, I'd really like to invite more local people down to do it. Maybe, mm. like you got started through a course, maybe run one of those. Yeah. Maybe invite people down if we can get
1: them... I'm sure a lot of people thought I'd love to try that, but there's no avenue for it. Yeah, or I suppose it's about consolidating what you have as well, isn't it? You know, it, one of the reasons maybe why it's working at the minute is because it's on. You know, it's not on every week. Yes. It's on every month. Well, we looked we
0: looked into that as well, and I think the main point is not not getting ahead of ourselves. Not, not, getting, not getting ahead greedy. of self, Yeah, that's right. You, yeah. Like how long? How long did you talk about Adelaide? How long did the the anchor go for before? it? Oh yeah. Doing, you know, weekly. I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Long time.
1: Yeah and just finding out why it works and what works and keeping the standard reasonably good definitely that type of thing isn't it you know but I think you needed to go monthly to produce the
0: comedians who people will now come see two weeks out of a month yeah because if you're going to see the same lineups all the time you're like what's the point of this yeah exactly whereas we can Bring it through, rotate,
1: twist, turn. Yeah. So what is it? Is it monthly at the minute? Monthly. Monthly. Yeah. Okay.
0: I'm I'm happy with monthly because yeah, exactly. If yeah. it always sells out, then there's no rush, and we look into second shows and added dates and stuff. But there's no rush. We no let's rush, get the first yeah. year over, see where we can go.
1: Yeah, that for sure. Yeah, and it's almost like selling out creates a bit of sort of anticipation and excitement, doesn't it? Of About course, of course. As we
0: say to people, if you didn't get a ticket this month buy it sooner next month buy it
1: sooner next month yeah all that type of stuff
0: I would love it to be sold out every because obviously it's something we don't have to worry about we know everyone's getting paid and yeah and I can keep attracting and then once people know that that's a club worth going to we can attract hopefully bigger names in comedy and then we can look into bigger venues bigger shows Mm. but we need to create a I I said years ago we need to create a market for it yeah a culture of comedy
1: yeah that's right no uh, just like some of the mates that came along there the other night who you know from Yuri, but you know, are much disenchanted with the, the number of things you can do on a Saturday night. So they were impressed with it, like you well, go. So see you next month, boys. Yeah, for sure. Next month. That was that, that. was that was definitely interesting. And you know, this was brilliant, fantastic. I'll definitely be back to this, and in, in, in true Newry style, you never see them again. You know? Yeah, <laughs> well, which is what we need to we need to work on. But you know, you get them if you get what is it, whatever percent of people that come. You know, you know it's not going to be everybody coming back, but you know get the numbers in eventually you'll get a few back and a few more and a few more and a few more isn't it
0: i said if people come work we're, we're every month i get up and i say who's been here before who's this is the first time We've every month we've had a lot of people who are it's their first time of the gig but obviously word of mouth is spreading or what did you do at the weekend and yeah that's great we want to we want to keep building yeah. on that so and leanne has a does a brilliant job she has a brilliant social media following
1: she does yeah so she. she's
0: great because she advertises and she puts it up and as people know, and you can only buy tickets from her, which is great, yeah. Because I want obviously, I always say it, I want it to be something that helps the venue, also, mm, yeah. so it works for everybody, yeah. But would, um, would you come back if you were home for sure? Definitely, brilliant. We will organize that when you're back, and I hope so. You have to keep it going, then, yeah, exactly. Because you're yeah. only home every 12 to 18 yeah, months, that's right. <laughs> so, you've um, one of the other things as well, I meant to ask you, how do you, I mean, your, your professional career versus. I'm gonna take a week off and go to Perth, take a few days off and go to Adelaide. Is, I mean, obviously it's feasible in Adelaide, you can work in yeah. a shift pattern, but it's gotta to be tough getting out of work and then going oh. to a gig
1: yeah like you know when when i'm doing both in yeah. adelaide for example yeah not be it, it can be yeah like that first year when i started doing the festivals you know it was like oh you know it takes a lot, you're taking all day to psych yourself up and get ready and stuff yeah what have I done? what about yeah and then you're just switching from one code to the other the more you get on and do it the, the easier it is but uh no like hold this, you get leave like i've got leave to, to take you know what i mean each year so i use that and um i'll do that in perth so that'll be great I'll be it'll be like I'll be free all week to sort of work on the show and everything. And uh, Adelaide, I'll do a mixture of sort of a few days off, some days at work, some days on, yeah. So that's
0: that's okay. I, I look, if you, I think if you can find the juggle of it, then that's brilliant, man. Huh? That's
1: yeah. At the minute, though, yeah, at the minute, I can find the juggle of it. Like, a, I suppose ultimately, like the more enjoyment you get out of doing the comedy and stuff, you'd like to, I'd like to, is there a way I can start to do more of it? You Definitely. Know? Um, and, and, and get an income from it to pay bills and stuff, you know.
0: I think based where you are as well, you're you're in a perfect location to do obviously all of Australia and then definitely look into the, the Southeast Asian scene because when I was there, it was brilliant. They're I so they're that, so yeah. nice. The audiences are fantastic. Uh, as I say on stage, it's really awkward to find out that you're the person who speaks English the worst.
1: Out of everybody that's in the room, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so yeah, listen. Just again, just work on my act. You know that I, I want to be re- ready for that. You obviously want to take opportunities, but I think there's an element of being ready for it, though, isn't it? Not getting above your station before your time, maybe a little bit. You know. What oh I mean? yeah,
0: I've I've definitely been guilty of that previously. So yeah. I've done
1: that, which you know, it's, it's good to take a chance and you have to push yourself. But I feel like I want to be sure that I've got a good fucking whatever it is. I'm I'm going to show before I sort of. <laughs> you know get involved in too many things in one sense so just working on myself taking a my chat you know doing the festivals doing my shows and s- slowly building it up you know and then you know, just looking for more opportunities I think
0: no problem and eventually the two of us will be brave enough to start a comedian's page on Facebook or something <laughs> yeah right? have you not got a comedy I've got a no. comedy page do you that's
1: that's one of the yeah big yeah right that's well, that's where I just going to close the ladder fair enough and apparently if, I, if I work hard enough right this time next year I'll have my own Wikipedia page Really? Yeah. Wow. That's how it works. I have a Twitter. <laughs> You've got the Twitters. I've
0: got the Twitters. And, uh, no I've Facebook. Also got, I've also got an Instagram. And a ba- I've, I've got, got a Facebook. Ba- ba- I need to get a Facebook. Yeah. Get, the, right.
1: get on the Facebook.
0: Okay. So I'll, that's, my, that's my new mission for you. So Sean's going to go and do two comedy festivals in Australia and I'm going to go set up a Facebook. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Right. Good. So we, well, we can sign off on that then. What is, what is your Facebook if people want to follow your comedy page? Uh, it's
1: at the t-h-e-e Sean Quinn it's s-e-a-n the Sean Quinn at the Sean Quinn yeah you're getting ahead of yourself some well it was the only bloody thing that was free Sean Quinn was taking this Sean Quinn and then it was the Sean Quinn so. got you got
0: you so the Sean Quinn is looking forward to you getting extra fans the, off this podcast yeah then. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's right whoever the Sean Quinn is so we'll say it. <laughs> okay, so, so, so guys, Facebook,
0: and you will find this man at the Sean Quinn. Uh, okay, uh, on the social media's on the social media's. So, Sean, thank you very much for coming in to join me today. Thanks for having me. No problem. Well, I'm trying to be we'll have a beer now, a cup of tea, but we'll we'll figure that out. Offer. <laughs> so, everybody, thank you very much. If you've enjoyed the podcast, as always, uh, like, subscribe, and share it with your wee friends. You'll find this bad boy on Spotify and Podbean and all of the other lovely places that uh, my anchor app pimps out my podcast too so I should really get a list of those because apparently I'm all over the place but uh, that <laughs> might just be my mental state I'm I'll not totally sure no problem so uh, Sean thanks very much again say bye Sean goodbye bye Sean bye, bye Sean I am Sean I that was We're, the <laughs> thought we'd uh, end on a uh, but we uh, fucked uh, that up. well thanks guys take care chat to next week